Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part two, one future saving minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli, and joining us once again, returning champion Michael Gorman. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Great to be back. Great to have you back. And uh, today we are going back to minute number 97, which uh, starts with um, uh, with Marty staring at a matchbook as it changes to auto dealing. Yeah. And uh, a lot of text changing in this minute. A lot of text changing. <laughs> yes. Actually, I, I could have easily I said. I have so many questions about could, that. Let's. I could have easily said one text changing minute at a time. And, and, right. Uh, yeah. And the minute ends with uh, Doc very nearly uh, almost buying the farm, as he puts it. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, so the first thing I have questions about, sure, I'm going to have questions about each one of these. Um, first <laughs> thing I've questioned about the matchbook, uh, changes from pleasure palace to auto detailing. Now, yes. At the very beginning of the movie, the very first scene, this was set up because Biff is coming when Biff comes outside and he's like flying DeLorean. What the hell's going on here? Yeah. Uh, he's coming outside with a box of matchbooks and he's saying, hey, Marty, check out these new matchbooks I ordered for my auto detailing business. Um, so it's set up that he does have matchbooks and he just got them. Mm. Yeah. My question that I the thing that I'm questioning is that in order for this to be the same matchbook, wouldn't they... Wouldn't they have had to have been printed at the same place at the very least? Maybe they yeah. were. Yeah, and, maybe also, they were. <clears throat> and also, he got the matchbook. He got the matchbook from Biff's Pleasure Palace. He didn't get the match. It's not like he got the matchbook from OG Biff and then it turned into the Pleasure Palace matchbook and then turned back into OG Biff's matchbook. Wouldn't the matchbook just disappear? Scott, you're missing the the weirdest, the single weirdest detail about all this. <laughs> what the okay. hell? What the hell kind of matchbook advertising his auto dealing business just says the words auto dealing on it? Auto detailing. Auto detailing. Yeah. No, no phone number. No address. Not even his, not even his goddamn name on it. It just says what, auto dealing. Well, does it not say? It says it says Biff's on the other side. That's true, I guess, but it's well, also like, here, what the hell's Biff's? And then you here's a here's a question along those right. same lines. Yeah. Now, yes, the matchbooks are, are are in this case in this style used to advertise your business or whatever. It's like but a business Biff has card, them like right? in his office, right? Or like in his like yeah. you know in his office in his in his like house. Yeah, I think like the universe was like, well, I, I I guess I guess it would be this. Yeah. I guess it would. Be, I guess it would be. He had, a, he had them on a serving dish. Yeah, 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 which was sharp enough to embed itself into a chair when it was <laughs> right. used as a frisbee. We mustn't forget. <laughs> now, here's another question: Say they had changed things back to the way they originally were in the beginning of the first movie. What would the matchbook have said then? Well, I don't because I don't even know what, if we know what Biff's job is. He's just we talking did, we, about we, reports. We, we didn't. I think we had. I think we had. Uh, by the end of Back to the Future, I think we had just sort of settled into the idea that it was a used car dealership. Ah, uh, for continuity's sake. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
that that and just like the way that they were dressed yeah. and and just like trying to think about what kind of business Biff would succeed at doing. Right. And it seems like used car salesman makes the most sense to me. And then he would hire George to do like paperwork and like, you know, nerd shit. Maybe like, it was like a maybe it was like a bail bondsman. Because he is, he's yelling at George about not having his reports done because he's still he's still having uh, George do his like, you know, quote, homework. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I really I really love that uh, in both timelines, the occupation of Wounded Knee is still in its 16th day. (laughs) Yeah, they they cannot change uh, that. Is this the George McFly paper now? Yeah. Okay, so. Hell of a thing that George Mc, depending on the depending on the timeline, George McFly was either murdered or honored on that day. <laughs> Something you know, it, it almost goes back to like you know the belief. Some people are like, "Oh, this is my day." You know, it's like no matter right. what, this was going to be the day where either George McFly was shot and killed by his greatest rival, or given a local award. I would have would have been really funny <laughs> if it was like Lorraine McFly, like wins best pumpkin (laughs) completely unrelated yeah 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 or like Uh, yeah something about like some tennis match or something yeah just something completely (laughs) unrelated to the mcflies altogether right because i I feel like it's it's interesting i mean i guess you can make the argument that if you're being honored you're being honored I mean, the, 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 you're not, it's not like you're honored just like out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, it's like something fun. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that is planned for a while and then it happens. So I guess you could say that like the reason he had, he was front page news being murdered was because he was about to be honored. Oh, sure. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sense. It would be like yeah. if, uh, it would be if, it would be like, yeah, like, like the Dangor main, Gazette would be like, oh, my God, like Stephen King dies of a cocaine overdose, you know? Like, right. Bangor. I mean, not Gangor. That's, that's like a <laughs> Star Wars villain. Uh, um, and also, I, I really like that. I really like that uh, more rain is still predicted. You can't you can't change. The yeah, weather. you can't. Right. Can't change the weather. Uh, if you if you learn nothing else from Back to the Future. It is that weather can, in fact, be predicted. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one constant of time. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm like waist deep in Fargo season two right now. So I, I just I think it's so funny that that the that the wounded knee occupation is just unavoidable. <laughs> um, yeah. So so Doc, so Marty tells Doc. Everything's fixed. I love how Everything's happy he sounds normal. when he's like, my dad's alive. Yeah. My shitty, uh, stupid dad's alive. It, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, in Step Brothers when Will Ferrell's burying John C. Riley, and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's do Step Brothers minute. That'd be fun. Uh, what it, be fun. We could do Adam McKay minute. Do oh, boy. Anchorman. Oh boy, <laughs> that that sounds exhausting. Yeah, no. <laughs> just jokes, just jokes. Every oh, it's like we were talking about with uh, with Goodfellas minute guy. We couldn't do it with comedies, right? You can't because you just be like, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time they said yeah. that? In this I minute? would be fascinated though to hire if I could like 
produce like a minute podcast. I would love to get like a really cool economist and like then like kind of like an entertainer comedy guy and then do like a big short minute. Mm. And do like just maybe talk about like the like the like the economics of it. That'd be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And it's gonna uh, be cool, but so the other uh the other Hill Valley uh telegraph uh, mm-hmm. that we get is the Emmett Brown committed crackpot inventor declared legally insane. Um, inventor. Over, over, over on the other side of that, uh, Nixon to seek fifth term vows uh, to end Vietnam war by 1985. Yeah. So that's such a then, little Zemeckis. It's almost like the most zemeckis joke in the whole movie, I think. Yeah. And then down below Bivco to build new dioxin plant. Mm-hmm. Um, also something that I noticed having paused this is if in the, in the upper left corner where it says like the volume and, and number, you know, that newspapers do. Sure. Um, in this, it is, uh, X V I L because they use Roman numerals for volumes Yeah, and it, it looks like it says evil It's like X V I L. Oh, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's the evil edition of the paper yeah it's funny yeah so then yeah so the paper changes and now it says emmett brown commended local inventor receives civic award also on the same day that he was committed <laughs> yeah. yeah i really i would have it would have been so funny if uh so on either side of doc in the uh in this version it's like two men it's like kind of like a martin sheen looking guy and then they're like handing Emmett the uh, the award and patting him on the back. It would have been really funny if it was the same two male nurses that are. Crazy. I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, so in this timeline, they're now like local politicians. Yeah. Well, and I love, too, that it's obviously the same place. And the only thing that's different <laughs> that is was- that there's a label on the door that says mental ward B. And then the other one, it says mayor's office. <laughs> Well, Scott, again, this is the beauty of sets. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Just put a different sign. We don't. We don't. We yeah. don't need to take a whole different. We don't need to find a different location. Just put it. Yeah, a yeah, we're sign. fine. We already had to deal with uh, changing his clothes. Mm-hmm. It's just no. And I also I love like okay. Did this happen in the timeline before, or is this new? I think it's new. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the George McFly is an author timeline. Okay, because more a little more utopian. Oh yeah, we right. Found out what happened to Doc in this new timeline. That's true. Well, he survived. So, yeah, he wasn't he shot, was shot by, by a nationalist, but right. Well, see the the a, a person who is being commended by the mayor. Uh, I, I feel like w- with a civic award, I, I feel like he wouldn't have gotten wrapped up with the Libyans to begin with. It feels like a paradox to me. Oh, that's true. Like, how did, did he find a more kind of ethically clean way to to power the, the machine, the DeLorean then? I don't know. Because oh, this boy. has to be at the at at best. This has to be. 84, right? At best. Reagan seeking a second term. When when would his second term have started? It would have been. Uh, that would have been. He would have been elected in eighty four. In eighty four. So, so, so yeah. it wouldn't have started till January of eighty five. Because as we know from watching season two of Fargo, he first ran in nineteen eighty. Yeah. Right. Okay. So this would have to be 
end of 83, early 84 then. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So so we're talking months prior to a, uh, like a year to to a few months prior to uh the movie Back to the Future. And at that point Emmett Brown is like known around town as a crackpot inventor. Right. But if you when Marty goes back in the first movie at the end right. and his father's now an author and his family's all cleaned up and stuff in that world, the Libyans think that they've killed Doc Brown. Right. So he still could have taken the plutonium from them. Oh, that's true. They, 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 were, they were still on their way to murder Doc. Right. And they, and they thought they did because he had a bulletproof vest on and he lays, and he lays there until Marty, you know, until he reveals He's that up, he had a bulletproof vest. Kiss so, or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, you know, so even though he's a he's he's a he's now a, he's, a, he's a commended <coughs> citizen, he's was still dealing with Libyan nationalists. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, did Reagan really run unopposed in 1984? Um, no, no Republican challengers. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. But like, OK, OK, I guess I guess that's that's usually the case when like. Right. Yeah, you, you can't. There can be a challenger who's just like, I don't care that you're president now. You're bad. And I'm going to I'm going to yeah. take you down. Sure, Like season four of House of Cards. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, so that's where I get all of my <laughs> everything I know yeah. about the world. Uh, yeah. Well, I also I guess I guess this is also this isn't just the doc. This isn't just the doc who is in the George is a famous author timeline this is also the doc who has previously met marty yeah that knows that he's going to invent something that works and have a best friend right, right. so, so who knows what i guess his disposition yeah so maybe maybe he's uh he's not like a, a kooky scientist anymore yeah like maybe yeah. he was like well you know now that i i might as well because like you know i mean if you knew if you had the confidence of a man that knew you were going to ultimately succeed in your life goal I bet that would free you up to kind of take all kinds of chances and maybe like reach out to the outside world a little more. Right. Right. It still parts. bums me out that uh, original timeline doc is just dead. He's dead, man. This is a different character. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he lived Rick, a uh, different life. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but it's his own fault. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, 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 li I like that uh, somewhere in this universe, like death still like kind of has weight. Um, mm hmm. It's yeah. weird that neither of those men are Goldie Wilson, are they? Why are they outside the mayor's office? Is that, is that like the deputy mayor and like his his secretary? Oh, that's that's a really good point because it, it even does says, mention Mayor Wilson though on the thing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it says so, so, below he he's he's like closing a, a zoning uh, right a zoning thing. Yeah, so we know that he's still mayor in this timeline, but he's not being he's not he's not in the photo, but they're outside of his office. That's weird. Couldn't get, they couldn't get Goldie Wilson to like pose for a fight. I guess that's like, they're not even Goldie Wilson, just like an actor. Cause we never saw uh 88, like, you know, middle age Goldie Wilson. You see him on uh, a poster. We, yeah. We see, po we see posters on him. But the thing is like that actor came back because he played, uh, Goldie Wilson, the third, the, the owner of the hover conversion thing in the, in the commercial. In oh, the future. right. Yeah. What a weird little thing. Yeah, weird. 
Hmm. I guess this must okay. be like the district attorney or the deputy mayor, or maybe maybe he's like the Leslie Nope of whatever this award <laughs> happened to be with, with, with very Don. possible. And maybe there was like all kinds of like maybe this could this could have been a whole little mini episode of Hill Valley of like who gets to be in the photograph with Emmett Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh Hill man, Valley, uh, the sitcom is funny. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Hill Valley is like a Parks and Rec style sitcom that we. <laughs> We've always talked about it as like a Gilmore Girls thing, but the Parks and Rec idea is even better, I think. Yeah. There's no time. He can fly. <laughs> or like you have an entire season one and then season two is just season one over again, but takes place in the changed timeline. Yeah. <laughs> so you, can just, you just do all the events again in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to man. oh, that'd be great. Man, imagine if like, yeah, like imagine time travel in the hands of someone with like very limited ambition. Yeah. What if there was, what if you did the a show from like the, yeah, you do the, the show is like from the perspective of like, there's a time traveler who's like going around changing time, but we never see them. We just see the effects it has on the other characters <laughs> yeah. in the town. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like in one, in one episode of Parks and Rec, like Tom Haverford is just played by Paul Shear. Yeah. <laughs> it just, no one, no one says anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so I'm curious happy. what he's very happy. That he has a commendation coming his way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious. Well, it's already happened. It's, it's already yeah. happened. I'm, I'm wondering what he did. Is he is he remembering it now for the first time? No, no, because this is the this this if, if things are turning back to the way they're supposed to be, then this doc remembers being commended. Yeah, oh. this is the doc from that timeline, wow. not the original doc who is dead. So he's like, there he is. Yeah. He's probably being commended for inventing uh, electronic dog food openers. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) Elaborate electric dog food openers. You've truly shaped the millennium. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is the uh, Rube Goldberg Civic Award. Yeah. The Sponsored by the people at Pedigree. Oh the man! The Herman Award for advancements in meal preparation. <laughs> uh, when he took that picture, uh, they were all saying, "I pity the fool <laughs> who doesn't eat my cereal." Uh, <laughs> hey, <Mr>. Breakfast. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, Marty, I love that Marty's like. So that means Jennifer is okay, and I he's okay, <laughs> and I'm just like sometimes Marty's just like this little kid. Yeah. Uh, and Dave and Linda. And needles. <laughs> Dave and Linda. Oh my God. Uh, um, and and uh, Doc mentions the ripple effect again. Yeah. Uh, it's the ripple effect. Everything is uh, rippling back to the way that it's supposed to be. They're mm-hmm. both just so happy. Mm hmm. And then uh, Marty says, let's get our asses back to the. And and Zemeckis is just like, we're not saying the title of the movie again. <laughs> <laughs> we're not invoking the title again. No, not again. Uh, and <laughs> just, the line. It, so that means Ainey's OK. That's so adorable because like was Einstein ever really in any temporal danger? Well, yeah, because he because he and Jennifer were left behind when they in the in alternate 1985 when they came back to 1955. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Einstein's still in his little bed. Right. Yeah. So did you just dissolve? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, 
I don't I don't buy this whole no 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 they'll they'll be fine. No, they're both dead. Yeah, no. They have been eaten yeah. by the timeline and replaced by other versions of themselves. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Marty but Marty, you mean the, the the Jennifer and Einstein that that we left behind will never be seen or heard from again. But, yeah. <laughs> Two we just had to keep moving. She was in our way. She was holding us back, Marty. Marty, come yeah. on, Marty, come on, focus on the future. <laughs> I, I sacrificed Einstein, you sacrificed Jennifer, it's the same. <laughs> it's, it's comparable. <laughs> We're both we'll both be met with versions that are more or less the same. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the lightning strike and it, and it hits the tree, um, almost like it was aiming for the DeLorean and misses. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's is, the world realizing it's been with too many times uh-huh. trying to strike down this machine. Just, yeah. Just the universe saying like enough is enough. And, uh, enough is enough. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, Mar- Marty uh, is like, OK, well, you need to be careful now. Uh, it's, it's like I, I, I mean, what's funny is he's telling him to be careful, but really. And I mean, as we'll see, it ends up happening. But the odds of another lightning strike happening that aggressively and that closely to where they are. Yeah. You think right. you know a thing or two about lightning at this point. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Remember when it was a, a once in a one, one in a million shot in the first movie? Yeah. Look out, the lightning's attacking you. Yeah, and now it's just like, there's lightning everywhere. We can't <laughs> escape it. Crap, <laughs> dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah, chill out. I mean, he's right, but Still chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's technically not wrong. No. Um, but uh, yeah. And I also, it also just occurred to me, I'm looking at this frame of, uh, of, of Marty telling, uh, asking Doc about Einstein and everything. And, and uh, the frame has the DeLorean uh, in the background and Marty is looking at it and like talking through the, through the, uh, walkie-talkie and then to the left there's the billboard and i realized that the delorean has the flag hanging out of it which came from the billboard when he took off from behind the billboard and got caught up in the oh right yeah and i'm just realizing he's just he's like bringing it back like he's just yeah yeah been using this and now we're here so i'm gonna we're we're gonna gonna return it yeah, we're going to return it. <laughs> to the good people of Lion Estates. Right. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Um, oh. Yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, that's that's all That's all I got for this minute, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm good if you guys are good. Uh, if you want to go to our website at duelinggenre.com, you're always free to do that and leave a comment on the episode notes about stuff we might have missed or gotten wrong or just, just anything. I was actually reading some really good ones yesterday that I, I can't remember right now, but I was like, oh, those are... Good points. Uh, contact mm-hmm. us at contact at back to the future dot com. Uh, we're now doing our, our no roads edition where it's a bit more loose, a bit more ill defined. And so we need uh, questions and comments and suggestions for talking points so that the podcast isn't just Scott and I talking about the weather, uh, which has happened and will continue to happen unless you guys stop <laughs> it. Uh, oh, do you that mean is both? Both a promise and a threat. Nick, do you mean the weather as in like the thing that is not affected by time travel? 
<laughs> yes, the the true the, the the true master of all of our fates. The true master. Uh, you can tumble at us at tum- bttfminute.tumblr.com. I'm unaware of of this, but apparently we have a lot of uh, of action going on on Tumblr. People like reblogging and talking to us and talking about the show, which is really exciting. Uh, face- yeah, Facebook us at Facebook. Um, <laughs> uh, we have a the Back to the Future Minute Listeners Preservation Society. Did I say that right? Um, yeah, which it's just, uh, which is really starting to like build. I, I mean, I was kind of, I'll be, I'll be honest. I was kind of skeptical of it, of it ex- existing at first, but it's led to some really cool, uh, interactions with the listeners that I really uh, appreciate. And you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, which helps us out a lot because algorithms, and, uh, you can listen to our other programs, uh, the doctor's companion, where we talk about <laughs> Dr. Who, because because algorithms yeah, is my like, favorite <laughs> is my favorite i don't know why <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a thing in i don't actually know why but yeah. algorithms i guess yeah and hopefully hopefully we'll be right next to you know you must remember this on the related searches and <laughs> and uh so the doctor's companion which we host with cassandra Fredrickson, who also writes produce and directs um our original audio comedy drama Geek by Night, which we're so proud of. I just spent all day uh, working on the uh, upcoming uh, 107 script, which is going to be terrific. And Scott and I are both really proud of it. And uh, mm-hmm. it's getting bigger and bigger every day. And uh, we're really excited. And you can help us out at duelinggenre.com slash support or click on our donate button. Or uh, we don't say this enough, but, you know, I know times are hard. And uh, if, if you happen to be a listener that can't, um, you know, that kind of doesn't have the room to uh, to donate. Uh, don't feel discouraged and don't feel like you're not helping us out because the best thing you can always do is just spread the word. Um, if you have someone that, you know, d- that might like Back to the Future Minute or Geek by Night or the Back to Companion, just let them know, you know, retweet some stuff. You know, it doesn't cost anything. And uh, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, and- Leaper. <laughs> One. You move through you move through it so fast. Sometimes I have I have something, and then you have already moved on. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, no, the uh, uh, yeah. Like tell tell people about the show. Um, but really, what would really help us is if uh, it's super weird if we write tell a blog or something about our show. It's not weird if you do it. Uh, so like AV club has like some podcast articles that they do sometimes, you know, if you wanted to maybe tell them about it, that would be cool. It's like high school. Like you, you couldn't go up to a girl and be like, Hey, I like you. But if a friend is like, Hey, I've heard that like Scott or Nick, Scott and Nick are both into you. Um, yeah. It's like, uh, Um, they're willing to fight to the death for you. So yes. Uh, yeah, so help us out if or if you have a blog or you know or in with any blogs or whatever. Uh, yeah. sp- and as always, special thanks to Patreon associate producer Leaper One Eighty Two, and we will see you guys on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.